0: Please open your Bibles with me to Psalm 31. I have some simple points this morning that are not going to be new, but I hope they'll be convicting and some easy to put in practice. Instead of racing through the 24 verses in this Psalm, I have four points for us. Please follow along with me as I read Psalm 31. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Amen. bow down thine ear to me, deliver me speedily, be thou my strong rock, for an house of defense to save me, yes. Amen. for thou art my rock and my fortress, therefore for thy name's sake lead me and guide me, pull me out of the net that they have laid privily for me, for thou art my strength, into thine hand I commit my spirit, yes. thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth, I have hated them that regard lying vanities, but I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy, for thou hast considered my trouble. Thou hast known my soul and adversities, and hast not shut me up into the hand of the enemy. Thou hast set my feet in a large room. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Mine eye is consumed with grief, yea, my soul and my belly. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sighing. My strength faileth because of mine iniquity, and my bones are consumed. I was a reproach among all mine enemies, but especially among my neighbors, and a fear to mine acquaintance, that they did see me without fled from me. I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel, for I have heard the slander of many. Fear was on every side. While they took counsel together against me, they devised to take away my life. But I trusted in Thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my God. My times are in Thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies and from them that persecute me. Make Thy face to shine upon Thy servant. Save me for Thy mercy's sake. Let me not be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon Thee. Let the wicked be ashamed And let them be silent in the grave. Let the lying lips be put to silence, which speak grievous things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. Which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he hath showed me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. For I said in my haste, I am cut off from before thine eyes. Nevertheless, thou heardest the voice of my supplications when I cried unto thee. O love the Lord, all ye his saints. For the Lord preserveth the faithful, and plentifully rewardeth the proud doer. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. Amen. I have four points I want to bring out this morning. The first point are two items to consider when we pray to the Lord. The first item, can you humble yourself and exalt the Lord even higher than you do right now? This is a king talking here, but does he mention anything of himself? No, he mentions thy, thou hast, and thou art numerous times. Right. It, is, it is falling completely on the ground and realizing the only strength we have is in the Lord. Yes. Another point to remember when we're praying Can you reason with the Lord for your deliverance because of his reputation? Moses and other men in the Bible respectfully reminded the Lord that their deliverance would only benefit the Lord. Can we do that? Let's never forget the Lord allows us to do that. And it will help us when we pray to him. The second point I want to bring up. Lying. The Lord is called here Lord God of truth. He is the creator of truth and is called truth in the New Testament. David specifically mentions lying or the use of the wrong use of the tongue five times in this psalm in verses 6, 13, 17, 18, and 20. Lying or keeping company with those that lie is in direct contradiction to the Lord. Right. Do we hate lying as much as we should? Can we hate it more? Do we sometimes stretch stretch the truth for emphasis sake? Do we commit white lies because no one's going to get hurt by them? There still lies, and the Lord hates it. He is truth. The third point. Did you know that we have the cure for fear, depression, loneliness, and for those that would slander us in this world? As we look at verses 9 through 13, we see an awful plight that the psalmist was in. Yes, And in the case of the psalmist, we can think about him fleeing from Saul. Him fleeing from his son Absalom. Him living among the Philistines, yes. or him returning to Ziklag when they had burnt the city, taken his family and the families of his men captive. We are not quite. We don't quite fit into this. We are not the subject of council meetings for those who want to kill us. We do not have fear on every side, but there are times where internally and externally we can feel defeated, or lonely, or helpless, either by our own choices, of our own iniquities, or the Lord refining us. Right. Yes. But regardless of why we're in that situation, we have the cure, and the psalmist gave it to us by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And they are verses 7, 8, 14, and 24. And if you will allow me, I'm going to read these in a different order than they are in the psalm. But I trusted in thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my God. I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy, for thou hast considered my trouble. Thou hast known my soul in adversities, and hast not shut me up into the hand of the enemy." Thou hast set my feet in a large room. Be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. Amen. It does not matter the situation. Our thoughts and our minds should always be the same that we trust in the Lord. Yeah. Trouble is coming. If it's not here now, it will come. The Bible promises it. Convince yourself today that Jehovah is your God, and you will be able to get through those troubles. Yes. The Lord not only helps us, He knows our Soul in adversities. No friend in this world is going to know your soul in adversities. He considers them. And he doesn't just consider them. He takes our feet and puts us in a large room. Are we all not in a large room today? Yes. The Lord has been very kind to us. With this knowledge and past experiences, how are we not going to be of good courage? Yes. We have to start, though. The Lord is not going to strengthen our heart until we are of good courage. The order of the words is very important. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. Do not wait for him. Do something. Be of good courage now and he will strengthen you the rest of the way. The fourth point, I consider this the blessings of God. And they are the um, verses 19 through 23. And I want you to think about these verses in direct contrast to the verses 9 through 13. You have a terrible plight and then you have the Lord's deliverance and blessing. And follow along as I read a couple things to you, please. Verse 19. The Lord will openly reward those that fear and trust in Him, and God Almighty has created and put aside good things for you. Is this quite a difference from being forgotten as a dead man or being disregarded as a broken vessel? Yes. Verse 20, Where can you go where no one can find or even speak about you? The Lord will hide you in the secret of His presence, and He will hide you in His pavilion, yes. which is so secure that it will protect even from words. Amen. Amen. Remember, the pavilion is the safest place within the midst of an army. Right. Normally, though, everyone knows who's there. It's the king. But what if you were there secretly? Amen. Can you imagine a more secure place to be? Right. Contrast this with being fearful because of the slander and counsel of the wicked in verse 13. Verse 21, kindness from the Lord is overwhelming, but what about his marvelous kindness? Yes. When we put this verse up to verses, up next to verses 9 and 10... We can admit that when we have felt defeated or hopeless about the best thing we could look for is some kindness. And the Lord showers us with his marvelous kindness yeah. in a strong city where we can be safe and be revived. Yes. Verse 22, even though we may not respond initially to a situation in the best way, we can think in our haste that we are alone. But we are wrong. The Lord is merciful and will hear us once we trust in him. Right. Yes. He has promised to never leave us or forsake us, which is a great difference from verse 11, where acquaintances and those that saw us fled from us. What a merciful Lord. In verse 23, after four verses of speaking of the Lord's goodness, preservation, and kindness, what should this call from us? Love and adoration to our King. He preserves us if we will remain faithful by trusting in God, as we already stated in verse 14. The Lord will reward all men, some with great goodness. But he's also going to award those proud, lying, and slanderous men with a plentiful reward. But this punishment should not scare us. It should encourage us and excite us to love the Lord even more. In conclusion, four simple points that I hope you will remember. Can we humble ourselves even further when we pray to the Lord? Can we remember to reason with him for his reputation and his namesake to deliver us? By our love of the Lord God of truth, can we hate lying and separate ourselves even farther from this world? The third point, we have the cure for fear, depression, and loneliness. It is trusting in the Lord and knowing He is our God in all circumstances. And the last point, the Lord has showered us with innumerable blessings and protections. We should be of good courage and love the Lord. Thank you.